This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear on the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to see our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have. And if you're interested in setting up a meeting, we can do that either face-to-face or virtually. Now, when it comes to retirement planning, there are a lot of things to think about, right? You're thinking about how am I going to create streams of income? How am I going to protect my assets? Uh, Where am I going to live? Do I need to sell my house? But one of the things that is often overlooked um, are taxes. You know, just because you've stopped working doesn't mean your tax bill um, doesn't have to be filed every year, right? You're going to still owe taxes in retirement, or at the very least, you're going to have to consider, um, you know, when you file taxes, what has to be done with the various streams of income that are coming into your household. Because now remember, you've got retirement accounts and a pension and social security, maybe even capital gains. So things could even be more complicated. And I can't tell you how many times clients that I work with don't even think about the tax situation or surprised when they get into retirement and all of a sudden taxes are a bit more complicated than they thought. So what I want to talk about today is just thinking about some of the ramifications uh, that retirement has on taxation. But before we do that i want to welcome in my co-host tony tony how are you today i am doing great great to be here with you today and thanks for having me on the show peter this should be a great show Uh, we all want to be prepared right and uh, i'm actually excited about this yes i just said i was excited (laughs) to do a show about taxes yeah god bless you (laughs) Uh, uh, so uh that's that's crazy enough right there but uh speaking of crazy um, uh, you just, I'm honored to be here with you. Uh, Peter, you're the Optimus Prime of financial advisors. Um, <laughs> did I just, wait, did I just make a Transformers, <laughs> a Transformers. reference on the show? That yes, yes. Right. You know, I know we were talking about movies before the top of the that show, but, um. That can't be right. Transformers uh, is not the on the list there, Tony. <laughs> you are the Optimus Prime of financial, uh, service professionals. Um, well, thank you, so, Tony. I, I don't yes. even know what to say. Optimus Prime. I'm just going to, your new nickname is going to be OP. Okay. Well, you do you do what you need to on that, Tony. I'm just going to call you Tony. Or as you inform me, I could call your name backwards, just as why not, but we won't really. Yeah. Tony spelled backwards is why, why not. not. So, so I've got that going for why me, not which is Why not call me nice. Optimus Prime, I guess. Yes. Yeah, we'll have nicknames on the show. Why not? Might make it more entertaining for the listener. And that's always a good thing as we try to talk about the IRS and taxes and what that might mean to you. But that's important because the good news here is the reason we're doing the show, you want to minimize that tax burden and you want to be prepared for taxes, especially when you get to retirement. A lot of people don't prepare ahead of time for taxes in retirement. They think, well, I'm not working. I don't need to worry about taxes. Well, 
actually you really do because all those retirement accounts are probably uh, went in tax-free. That means when you pull it out, uh, for most of those accounts, retirement type accounts like 401ks, IRAs, you got to pay taxes on them. So uh, that's thing. Now, uh, you know, approaching that retirement day, I think for a lot of people is, is it's like approaching your birthday when you're a kid. You're worried about the presents and the cake and the party. You aren't worried about the logistics behind everything. You're the kid. You're thinking about the other things. But as you implied, it's sometimes the smaller but no less critical details that end up mattering the most, right? Well, yeah, absolutely, Tony. And look, I'm not uh, I'm not going to kid myself. Talking about taxes is not the most stimulating conversation ever. But the truth of the matter is it's one of those things that, as I mentioned when I started the show, you're always going to have to deal with. And even when you stop working, again, that doesn't mean taxes stop. So you have to really think about it. And when you're in retirement, you know, let, let's take a look at one of the biggest uh, um a retirement uh, income stream that creates taxation, that's going to be any sort of money that comes from your IRAs or your 401ks, right? Any sort of tax deferred account. You kind of mentioned it already, Tony, but anytime you take a, a dollar or any sort of money, you know, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, anything you take out of those accounts is going to be taxed as a, at an ordinary tax uh, level. And so you have to make sure you understand the consequences of making a withdrawal from those accounts, right? The benefit benefit of those accounts where you got a tax break when you put them in and they got the grow tax free. So at some point, the government wants their pound of flesh, as I say, and we've talked about it on other shows. But again, for a lot of folks, the the biggest tax or at least the uh, initial biggest tax hit is going to come from withdrawals that come from these these tax deferred accounts. Well, yeah. And I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of moving parts like RMDs, which I refer to as really massive donuts, Mm -hmm. but it really stands for required minimum distribution. So when do RMDs kick in? Yeah. So, so remember with RMDs, required minimum distributions, not Tony's donuts, um, (laughs) you know, that is a a required amount that you have to take out of your retirement accounts, right? Because even if you don't need the money, let's say you're lucky enough that social security and maybe a pension meet all your income needs and you have a, a, a IRA out there that's got a, a chunk of money in it and you don't need to touch it. At a certain age, Uncle Sam says you have to start taking money out of it because, again, they want to start getting the tax revenue that the, the government has deferred over those years. So for most people, um, RMDs are going to be begin the year in which you turn 72. So on your 72nd birthday, you need to remember to start taking money out of these accounts, whether you need it or not. And it's going to be taxed, right? So this is a whole situation where RMDs are a forced amount of money you have to take out. And it also forces you to pay taxation or taxes and your taxation is now fixed. You don't have any control over it. So it's it's important to understand what RMDs are and how RMDs are going to affect your, your um, tax situation as you move further into retirement. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And I think if our listeners uh, take nothing from this episode, they need to understand that uh, you have to work closely with a financial services professional, right? Yeah. I think that's the best way to navigate all of retirement's uh, financial strategy issues, including taxes. 
Yeah, without a doubt, Tony. Look, a good financial service professional is, is again, not only going to create a plan for you that deals with the streams of income, right? Making sure you can create the income you need, making sure your investments are going to last the duration of your retirement. They're also going to have a tax strategy for you, right? Both now, uh, if it's pre-retirement, but also when you get into retirement, because it's very likely we're entering a world in which tax rates are going to be going up. Inflation is taking off. There's a lot of variables that go into planning for retirement. And having a financial service professional at your back um, with a plan, making sure uh, they're a good sounding board and also coming up with tax savvy ways and investment savvy um, ideas is going to be very important to make sure you can make it the 20 or 30 years uh, that you're going to spend in retirement. Well, yeah, and people are spending more and more time in retirement. Uh, People are living longer. So you need to plan for that. Uh, and I think that uh, it's important to understand how IRAs work, especially Roth IRAs. Uh, they can be tax-free, right? Yeah, good segue, Tony. Yeah, so Roth IRAs are different than your other IRAs, and we've talked about this before, but it's always it's always good to have a refresher because these are, are an important account that exists that can augment um, both your savings but also your tax strategy. So a Roth IRA is an account in which you get to put money in for retirement, but you don't get a, a tax deduction up front, right? It's after-tax money that funds a Roth IRA. But the benefit is it gets to grow tax-free. And when you go take the money out, uh, it's also tax-free. So you could put $1,000 in a Roth and 30 years years later, it grows to $100,000, let's say. All of that money can come out tax-free. And that's important, right? It's an important part to have as your strategy because if you're trying to keep your tax rate low or balance things out, then maybe making some withdrawals from your Roth as opposed to your traditional IRA makes sense. And again, that's where a a financial service professional is going to help you create a, a withdrawal strategy that's tax savvy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I, I, I like that. And of course, we've talked about Roths before on the show, uh, but there are a lot of advantages and, you know, exploring that potential of maybe diversifying between both a Roth and a traditional IRA is probably a good reason to meet with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And again, everyone's situation is going to be different, right? Uh, depending on how much you earn today and, and what your income is going to look, you know, potentially look like when you retire, is all going to dictate whether you put money in traditional IRA now or whether you put it into a Roth now, right? It's all about trying to, to have the most, most tax favorable strategy throughout your entire life. And what you fund or what accounts you fund for retirement is going to be key. Uh, But again, working with someone is going to make sure that you're doing that both for the short term benefit, but also the long term benefit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. And so, uh, you know, obviously, Social Security is another area where uh, taxes are lurking. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. So Social Security is is uh, a program that's been around since the mid 1930s. But up sure. until 1983, Social Security was actually not taxed. Um, but then uh, the federal government needed some more tax revenue and started to put a, a, a process in for taxing Social Security. And then in the early 90s, they escalated that even more. And so now you have this concept where Social Security is going to be taxed and it's going to be taxed in a couple different tiers. So for example, if you are a married couple and you have a, an income, a provisional social security income, which is special uh, tax calculation I won't get into now, but if you have a provisional uh, social security income uh, of $32,000 or less, 
good thing your Social Security is not going to be taxed. Now, if you get into a range as a married couple between 32 and 44, get this, Tony, half of your Social Security benefit is going to be exposed to taxation. And then, wow. to add insult to injury, if you have a provisional income of $44,000 or more, 85% of your Social Security is going to be taxed. Yikes. So, and a lot of people think don't think Social Security can be taxed at all, but it can, and even up to 85%. So if, That's crazy. Yeah, so 85% is not the tax rate. It's important to say that, right? You're, it's not an 85% yeah. tax rate, no. but, yeah, but what true. that means is uh, a stream of income that historically for almost 50 years was never exposed to any taxation. Now, um, and, and you have to realize, most married couples filing uh, are going to be over this 40 $4,000 provisional income calculation are now having 85% of their social security exposed to taxation. So if their tax rate was 10% uh, and the, they had a social security um, you know, income of 20,000, 85% of that 20,000 is going to be taxed. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's, that's interesting. Now, what's the tax situation for pensions? I mean- I know pensions are far less common these days, as I like to say, the pension has gone the way of the pension, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but some people still have them if they work for the government or the state. Yeah, absolutely. And for the most part, right, a majority of pensions are going to be funded using pre-tax dollars, which means that um, uh, any of the money that comes out of the pension, your regular pension payment is going to be taxed uh, at 100%. Now, there's some nuances probably for different employment types, et cetera, but again, the majority of pensions are going to be taxed at a regular tax rate. So a lot of times what you see is, let's say um, you've earned a, a pension of thirty-five dollars or $40,000 a year, which is awesome, but that automatically sets your tax rate, your baseline tax uh, uh, rate at whatever 40000 is, and then you start building off of that. Sure. And the tax code can get complicated, Tony. You know, it's a pretty- <laughs> No, really? <laughs> it's a pretty thick document. You mean a 77,000-page Ex- document can get complicated? Exactly. With- <laughs> full of numbers and uh, you know rules that have half years uh, really yeah yeah and and so what happens with that 77,000 pages is you know uh, it, filing taxes when you weren't retired were pretty simple probably you had some w2s you threw it on your tax form and you moved on in retirement, all of a sudden, you can get different these different streams of income coming from a pension and then coming from Social Security and maybe some capital gains. And all of a sudden, your tax burden balloons into something you never even thought would um, exist when you were in retirement. Mm. Yeah, well, and that's, that's important. Now, if our listeners have questions about any of this or want to get a plan in place to deal with this, how can they get a hold of you, Peter? Yeah, like you say, if you're interested in, in creating a, a tax-savvy retirement plan, right, one that's going to make sure you're paying uh, the, the least amount possible both uh, now, in the future, or over your lifetime, as well as some of the other things that go on with retirement planning, right? Making sure you have streams of income that are going to last for the duration of retirement, your savings are going to last, you're maximizing your Social Security, a holistic plan that ties everything together. Um, if that's of interest to you, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, uh, nothing keeps you safer than a good financial strategy, right? Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, 
<laughs> what I want to talk about is probably a comment that I hear a lot, and, and I kind of alluded to it at the beginning. Is is hey, what am what's my tax rate going to be in retirement? I, I can expect to pay less less in taxes in retirement than I am working, and, and oftentimes the answer that I give is maybe right, and, and it's not to to skirt around the issue, but the truth of the matter is there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, for example, um, when retirees have a lot fewer deductions than they they may have had when they had a family and they were working. And so that contributes to ending up having to pay more in taxation. Or uh, a lot of uh, retirees, you know, they, in the first 10 years of retirement, we've talked about this on a previous podcast, but that's the time where they do a lot of traveling and they do a lot of fun things. But truth of the matter is a lot of those fun things cost money and which means they're going to be pulling money out of the retirement accounts. And the vast majority of those are going to be IRAs. And so that creates some excess taxation. So every situation is different. But what I can say is, you know, nine times out of 10, if you go into retirement without some sort of tax uh, savvy plan on a percentage basis, you're going to be paying more taxes than you were when you were working. Um, And because you don't have a plan and you don't really have a sense of how your withdrawal strategy is going to impact your overall tax bill. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. And and so... Uh, again, you have to work with a tax professional alongside your financial services professional to really uh, get this going. And and this makes sense to me. I think the unpredictability of what future tax rate tax rates are going to be. I mean, we all assume they're going to go up. Yeah, and I probably think, significantly at some point. Yeah, uh, you need you need the kind of financial strategy that's going to help you quickly make changes as needed. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Tony, and about tax rates, right? I, I and this is an, an, a non political statement, and neither Republican or, or Democrat where I'm, where I'm saying this, but when you just look at the situation where you have a, a national debt at thirty trillion, we're running deficits year over year of about a trillion, trillion and a half. You, you it begs the question. At some point, the government's going to need more revenue, right? Where are they going to get the revenue? Well, there's only one place they can do that, and that's race is through taxation. We are mm-hmm. at a point where our taxes are historically low. So if you're entering retirement right now or within the next couple years, you know, you're entering at a low tax tax rate. But over the next 20 or 30 years, you could be looking at your ta- the tax rate increasing significantly. So thinking about that and planning for that type of stuff, creating a strategy that ensures that maybe you can get some of this money out of your accounts where t- when, uh, when tax rates are lower, as opposed to being exposed and forced to pay a higher tax rate down the road, may make a lot of sense. Um, and again, you know, it's not to get political, but it's just looking at the the situation as it exists. And it, it, it really makes you think, yeah, taxes are probably going up and it's going to have a huge impact on folks that are retiring here in the next three to five years. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that will have a big impact. And yeah, what about rolling over a 401k into an IRA? Yeah, so if you do it correctly, there's no tax consequence, right? This happens a lot. You're exiting the the workforce, you've got a 401k, you want to get it out of the current custodian, whoever's uh, overseeing the 401k, and you want to put it into your own IRA where you have more control. Generally, that's what we suggest as well. Um, there's two ways to do that. You can pull the money right out of the 401k yourself and put it within an IRA um, within 60 days. The IRS gives 
gives you that amount of time to do it. Um, and if you pull it off in that 60 day period of time, there's no tax consequence. The risk is uh, if for some reason you miss that 60 day window, then all the money you come out uh, that comes out of your 401k plan is going to be taxed. Um, so there's a little bit of risk there. The, the easiest way to do it is from what we say custodian to custodian. So who's ever responsible for your IRA, they actually can work with the custodian and or the person who um, oversees your 401k. They'll communicate with each other through some transfer paperwork and move the money automatically. Then it never touches your hands. It goes from one account to the other, and, and that is going to you know, be 100% tax-free because you're going from one qualified account, right, one retirement account to another retirement account. Wow, Okay. So, and you mentioned the SECURE Act earlier, uh, and uh, that made adjustments to RMDs, right? Yeah. So the SECURE Act, you know, uh, we mentioned RMDs earlier in the show and in a couple other podcasts, but um, RMDs, uh, you know, for most people, there's two numbers that stick out in their mind, 70 and a half, which is for a long time the age at P- in which people had to take their RMDs. But with the SECURE Act, uh, which came uh, in 2020, that changed. The age actually got bumped up to 72, that's when you have to start taking money out of your account. You are required to. And if you don't, you're actually penalized pretty significantly. So that requirement minimum distribution starts at 72. And then every year thereafter, you have to continue to take money out. And it's actually a larger percentage. Um, so at 72, you have to take about uh, 3.9% of your account value out of that account. By the time you get to 90, it's almost uh, eight and, a qu- and three quarters of a percent of of the value of your account that you have to take out. So one, understanding how RMDs are calculated is important, but also understanding the consequences that that RMD are going to have for your, your tax bill again today, um, as well as, you know, down the road is critically important. Well, yeah, obviously there's so many factors here. And what, what, what happens with your RMDs if you have a combination of IRAs and 401ks? Yeah, so so that's a great question, Tony. If you have a combination of different retirement accounts, let's you let's say you have an IRA, a 401k, you worked in nonprofit world, so maybe you have a 403b floating around over there. Every one of those accounts, right? They're all different types of accounts. You have to take an RMD off of every one of those accounts every year. And believe it or not, sometimes people forget about the retirement accounts, right? It might have been a job they had 25 years ago, and and they've just forgotten about it. And so, uh, you know, because because you have to keep track of all those accounts, the risk of potentially missing your RMD is pretty significant. And and if you miss your RMD, you have pay a penalty. It's 50% penalty uh, for not taking out that money. So oftentimes what we recommend, you know, when we sit down with people, we kind of get, get a, a survey of all their accounts and try to consolidate them into the, the same accounts, meaning uh, similar accounts, all IRAs, or, or maybe there's one 401k and, and one IRA so that when it comes to tax time and when it comes to RMD time, it's it's a much more simple process to figure out um, where the money's going to come from and with where you have to with make those withdrawals. Yeah, yeah. So I have one more question for you. Um, what if your spouse would pass away and you receive a significant life insurance payout 
do you have to pay taxes on that money? That's a really good question, Tony. And it's, it's, you know, no one ever likes to talk about the, the, the inevitable that's going to occur at the end of retirement. But yeah, if you have a spouse, um, hopefully they have some sort of life insurance that's going to help make up for the lost income on social security or the pension or what have you. But if, if they have a life insurance and it pays out after their death, the good news is that life insurance payment, um, is tax free. So whether it's a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, uh, the tax payout, uh, uh, excuse me, the, the benefit, the death payout is going to be tax free. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Now we're almost out of time for today's show. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Well, again, I would say if you're interested in creating a plan, right, that is going to be tax savvy because because taxes, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but taxes are not going to stop just because you retire. And quite frankly, they could sneak up on you and cost you even more on a percentage basis in retirement than when you were working. So, you know, to ensure that that doesn't occur, having a tax savvy plan is is of critical importance as you enter retirement. So if that's something that you're interested in exploring, give us a call, uh, 866-866. 360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, Peter. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Lothenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.